Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Samprin. The Tiger Cats renewed their rivalry against the Argos, and it wasn't pretty for the double blue. On a day Toronto honored former quarterback Ricky Ray, it was the Cats that came to play. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. Woo, what a barn burner in Toronto just down the QEW. The Tiger Cats are absolutely shredding the Argonauts this afternoon. It is, there's just under a couple of minutes left in this ballgame, 58-6 to for the Ticats today. Ouch! Argos are threatening to get into the end zone, but um, this has been a dominating performance by the black and gold today. Absolutely dominating. Uh, first quarter was, uh, the game was still very much up in the air in the first quarter. It was only 3-3 after one period of play. By the way, the Argos have just scored a touchdown. It's now 58-12. to So they're making a comeback with under 90 seconds to go. should mention uh, you're listening on the radio, online at 900CHML.com, and we're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our fans tuning in via Facebook. So yeah, 3-3 three, three after one quarter of play. Ticats, yeah, they played an okay first quarter. Argos were okay. I mean, nothing to write home about in that opening frame, but it was the second quarter on in which Hamilton said, okay, enough of this. We're going to put the pedal to the metal, and they absolutely did. They out, ended up outscoring Toronto 17-3 to in the second quarter, so it was 20-6 to at halftime. By the end of the third quarter, it was 41-6 to for the Ticats after they put up three more TDs. And uh, right now it is 58-12 to as uh, the Argos go for two points to make it, I guess, a little more respectable. Hard to do with the performance that they put in today. If I'm an Argonauts fan, and you'll recall, they had the bye last week. So this is their first game of the season. This is not only their home opener, this is their season opener. Argos got two, by the way, so it's 58-14. This is Toronto's season opener. If you're an Argos fan, you're thinking, man, it's going to be a long year. For the Ticats, 2-0. and they played a meh game against the Rough Riders last week, right? Squeezed by Saskatchewan 23-17. There was no squeezing anything today other than their hands around the football to score touchdowns or create some turnovers. 58-14 with uh, just under 90 seconds to play. Uh, throughout the next 52 minutes, at least, we're going to vote for our player of the game. We'll take your calls, your emails, your tweets, and we'll also anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night. I have a trail of hot takes in today's fifth quarter as well that we'll get into. By the way, the lines are open if you do want to call in before the final whistle at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can also email rick at 900chml.com. And uh, on Twitter, at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. Jeremiah Masoli uh, was pulled in the fourth quarter with, uh, I think it was 48-6 to six at that point. And uh, he had a very good afternoon. 
you could say, I don't know, spectacular might be a little much. I will say well above average. Maybe just a, a rung on the ladder below spectacular. 23 of 31 today. Uh, that's just over 72 or 74% uh, completion percentage. 338 yards through the air, three TDs. He did have that one interception, though, and that was very early on in the ball game in which he tossed an interception. Abdul Kane had the INT, but then he fumbled. Brandon Revenberg forced the fumble, and I think he recovered it as well. And the Ticats took that uh, turnover and went on to get a field goal for the first points of the game and now lead it with just over a minute to go, 58-14. to 14. That's 5-8-14. to 14. That is a beatdown. Had a good discussion last week as well on the season opening show of the fifth quarter about the Simone Lawrence hit on Zach Caleros. And that discussion is going to continue today because uh, we now know that Simone's been given a two-game ban. The CFLPA has appealed that suspension, as they have every right to do so. But that hearing, and here's where it gets more bizarre than it has been over the last couple weeks, that hearing is not until July the 9th. So Simone is going to be allowed to play against the Alouettes next week against the Alouettes in the return engagement as there's a back-to-back. And then he'll have his hearing, and then the Ticats play Calgary, in which a game Simone's probably going to miss. Because he's at least going to get one game, you would think. You know, if the arbitrator comes back and says, all right, Simone, uh, your two-game ban is now one-game ban, you're going to miss the next game, that next game would be against Calgary. And then the Cats are on the bye week, following that so he would really quote unquote luck out if it's a one game ban and it's just against Calgary going into the bye I probably would have preferred him to just miss this game as it turns out and next week's home game against Montreal but listen the PA and they're allowed to do what they are allowed to do uh, just under 30 seconds to go still 58-14 Ticats at BMO Field, if you're at the game celebrating, uh, we uh, we encourage you to call on the way back home, whether it's on the go or you're driving or you're on one of the buses for the Cat's Claws fan club that went to the game or sticking around the Big Smoke to have some dinner after the game. Uh, be sure to give us a call or send us a tweet or an email. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com on Twitter at am900chml at Rick Samprin. We do have our first caller of the day and that goes to Frank. Hey Frank, how are you? Hey, how you doing Rick? Not too shabby, yourself? Quite the game, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't expect 58 to 14. Well, no. But I'll take it. Yeah, the first half made me kind of nervous, but I'm uh, I'm quite happy as every Ticat fan is. Um, Unbelievable, <laughs> but I know it's not the you know it, it's Toronto, but I know they're they've lost a lot of players and retirements. And was it the Ricky Ray show the whole game or what? Because that's all they talked about. Well, you know what, 
I I didn't mind it for a bit. I know you're you're referring to the television broadcast, and right. you know Ricky Ray's one of the legends of this league, as they show him again on TV. Uh, and you know they had a great celebration or ceremony for him before the game. They had him in the booth during the game, uh, talking to the guys. Um, I, I guess this is going to be the last time, really, in this regard, that we're going to be able to see him. Uh, in this kind of capacity, because he might go on to coaching, which would be you know a fantastic thing if he stuck around in the league. But uh, for one game, I'm I'm fine with it. I think. All right. Okay. Yeah. I was I was kind of getting annoyed, and I had friends calling me, and I'm like, okay, like you know, I thought he was the best quarterback in the league when he played with Edmonton at one time, at that time. But you know, anyway. Um, I'm very impressed with the whole team, and uh, we stood up and. I was just hoping for a win, not a total annihilation. You know, it was a beautiful thing. Uh, by the way, it's now sixty-four to fourteen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just looked. Up, I didn't even know what happened. I just looked up. Uh, Rico Murray apparently, I think, has got a touchdown. Oh, so Rico, here we go. Rico's back. Yeah, <laughs> you know that guy travels a lot. Eh? Well, yeah, he's he's been around the league. Obviously, started in Hamilton, has had a solid CFL career, and this looks like it's going to be a pick six for Rico Murray, and that'll put the capper on this game. So who's your player of the game today? There's a lot of guys to choose from. Uh, you know what? I was totally impressed with uh, Mazzoli's falling backwards throw for for the touchdown to, uh, I think it starts with a K. I can't remember his name. Um, played at York University. Or oh, this is a Kalinich, yeah. Kalinich, that's it. Right. But I have to say, Erlington, I mean, he, he got hurt, he got banged up, and he came back, and, you know, like, the guy was all over the field. And uh, other than that, maybe the Ticat defense, uh, I'd have to say. All right, good choices. Frank, appreciate the call. All right, take care. We'll talk to you next week, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. The game is over. There's no more scoring. Uh, the scoreboard lights are are done. They have uh, been expired with all the touchdowns that the Ticats scored today. Uh, email your thoughts on today's football game. Vote for your player of the game at 905 or at rick at 900chml.com is the email address. You can tweet us as well at am900chml at Rick Samprin, or just like Frank, give us a call at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. The final score from BMO Field Tiger Cats 64, Argonauts 14. Wowzers. That was Toronto's first game. Imagine being an Argos fan, first game of the season, and you watched that? Ouch. Voting for a player of the game today, we're also going to anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night, an individual who has the best call or email or tweet or Facebook message. Jay David on our Facebook page says, Been slacking a bit. First listen of the season. Great to have you back, Rick. Jay David, you didn't miss much. We had one show last week. It was a really good show because of the Simone Lawrence late hit on Zach Caleros early on in the game. Probably the highlight slash lowlight of that game because there wasn't a lot to talk about apart from maybe the Frankie Williams uh, special teams TD. Huge special teams TD today from Brandon Banks. How about that one? 113-yard missed field goal return for a touchdown. Phenomenal. And there was a little history on that as well. No, it's not the longest missed field goal return for a TD, but Gabriel Amavisa Ortiz, our global player, our Mexican kicker, backup kicker, um, booted the extra point. His first point in the Canadian Football League. So good on the Ticats 
and uh, rookie head coach Orlando Steinhauer for putting in Gabriel in for that extra point and um, getting him to some CFL action. Who's your player of the game? There's a lot of guys to choose from here. A lot of guys to choose from. We do have a vote on Twitter for Sean Thomas Erlington. And um, my vote, uh, that was from Joe. He says, I'm calling player of the game now Sean Thomas Erlington. My vote's not for Sean Thomas Erlington, although he had a phenomenal game. I mean, a phenomenal game. 12 carries, 109 yards. He also had, uh, what was it, five catches? No, three catches for 56 yards, and he had a doozy of a catch. Diving, stab, great grab. And um, But he's not my player of the game. My player of the game is going to go to Braylon Addison, and I'll tell you why. Not just because he had three touchdown receptions. Well, I mean, that, that's a big reason why. Six catches, 107 yards, three TDs. He also caught a two-point convert. But this is one of those players, might be the player on offense, that Jeremiah Masoli is going to have to look to beyond Brandon Banks. And, yeah, I mean, he had a strong game today as well, seven catches, 105 yards. Beyond Luke Tasker, who was not on the field today because he's injured and should be back next week versus Montreal. But... You know, gone are the days of, well, even Jalen Saunders, no longer with this team. That Andy Fantu safety blanket's gone. Terrence Tolliver, when he was healthy, was a very productive receiver on this team. This team needs a third guy or, or a safety valve, another outlet for Masoli to get the ball downfield. And Braylon Addison showed today he is that guy or can be that guy. Now, can he do it game in and game out? We shall see. But he showed us today that he could. Six catches, 107 receiving yards, three touchdowns. He also had, added them up here, in terms of the yak yards, he had 44, 7, and 15. So, I mean, yeah, yak yards count. He's making plays out there. Gets into the open field, makes the catch, can chug it downfield. Uh, Bill on our Facebook page says, Sean Thomas Erlington all the way. The kid outright did his job, player of the game. S-T-E has two votes. Braylon Addison has one. Let's go back to the phones. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Dave is on the line. Hey, Dave, how are you? Wow. How about that, Rick? Crazy, eh? Wow, wow. Listen, uh, yeah, player of the game, there's no wrong answer today, but I'll go with S-T-E. Okay, you got it. Yeah, he had a phenomenal game. Uh, I'm really impressed this year with the physicality of the team so far. I think it was missing in the last few years. This team's a physical team. And I, I also believe that the, both defense and offensive lines are much improved. And uh, so I'm very happy to uh, see that. I was I had some questions around the running game, and I had some questions around the rece- our receiving game before the season started. Now, I mean, one game, yeah, there's a long way to go yet. But yeah, one, one know, game does not make a season. No, uh, at least they're showing some signs of... Uh, Brilliance. Let's hope it keeps on going. I mean, last week, you know, it's the first game of the season, and everybody's not in sync. But uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, really. Well, how can how can you not say anything? How can you say anything bad about a game like today? I mean, a good, great day to be a Hamiltonian. Sure, you feel bad. Well, now you don't really feel bad for the Toronto Argos. But what the heck? No, we uh, should we should not. We should not no. feel bad for them. No, we don't. They do the same to us. But uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, great game on to Montreal next, and uh, I just I just really noticed that. Um, 
the last uh, the, 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 even in the Saskatchewan game they they, they played pretty physical and and uh, so I, I you know I, I didn't really see that physicality. I mean offense and defense. The offensive guys are blocking hard, and so this team uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna make some noise for sure. No doubt about it, especially in this East Division. Dave, appreciate the call. No problem. Thank you. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Alan on our Facebook page says, player of the game, STE. He's got four votes to my Braylon Addison one. That's okay. Hey, as Dave said, there is no wrong answers today. You can go with anybody on the Ticats roster, and you're right. Val on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, says, lots of stars today, but I have to go with Jeremiah. So a vote for Jeremiah Masoli, and he was... He was on today. He made that one error very early on with that interception from Abdul Kane, but it didn't cost the Cats because they got the football right back. Masoli settled down, and he was more than all right. 23 of 31, 338 yards, three TDs, one pick. He had four carries for 15 yards in that one-yard uh, QB sneak that got him in to the end zone. Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address, and we do have an email coming in from Allen. He says, Rick, it's Allen from St. Catharines. Toronto is not ready for their first game. They look tired and unprepared for what Orlando was dishing out. The first period was all quiet, but after that, we just took it to them. Once offense started, just meshing together. I love the look of Tucker, Acklin, and even Addison. But man, oh man, Erlington was a beast tonight. The defense was outstanding also, and special teams was phenomenal. We are collecting interceptions like it was nobody's business. I could see us easily 4-0 and by the time we play a back-to-back Montreal the next two weeks. I love Erlington and Malik Irons is a bulldozer. How do we even make room for Anthony Coombs? I think take Bennett out and put in Coombs, who can play both receiver and running back. Player of the game, the whole team, all facets of the game is outstanding. This team played with heart and passion, hands down. That email from Alan. Back to the phones we go, and this is Steve. And I understand, Steve, you're in Barry. Yeah, I'm up in Barrie, but actually just walking out of BMO Field right now. Okay, so tell us about the game. What did you see today? Well, you know, this is one of these games that, uh, you know, you love to win, you love to win big, but uh, is this a, uh, the case of are we that good or is Toronto that bad? Uh, you look at the Argos, and, uh, you know, they got a very gifted uh, receiving core. The defense isn't that bad, uh, but, you know, uh, none of their quarterbacks really made the connection on offense today, and I, I think that's going to be their Achilles heel this uh, season. Now, that being said, <clears throat> I'm sitting up in the stands, and about halfway through the first quarter, I'm watching the uh, Argos' offensive play calling, and I'm watching the Ticats' offensive play calling, and I honestly thought at that point we're kind of getting outcoached because Toronto was uh, making a few more long balls, uh, a little more interesting looks on offense, and then... Uh, Kind of looked like Ticats turned it around. And uh, from that point forward, there really was no looking back. Offense picked it up, and the defense was, like, ferocious. And that's, and that's the view from the stands here at BMO. It looked like, you know what? It looked the same on TV, but you got a much bigger sense of what was going on on the sidelines, what was happening, you know, in between plays, all that kind of stuff. That's that's one of the benefits of going to the game. You can see everything around the team and on the sidelines and that kind of stuff. Great weather day for uh, a football game as well. Uh, but before I let you go, who's your player of the game today? Oh, boy. Uh, man. I absolutely loved Sean Thomas Erlington out of the backfield. I loved him downfield, stretching out for the 30-yard pass. 
uh, he was a truck today. And, uh, you know, I think with him and Malik Irons and now Anthony Coombs settling in in our running back position, uh, we're going to be solid. And, I, you know, it's a pretty bold move for Hamilton to do that, considering the players that they had on the roster that could be filling that spot. But uh, I like the direction they're going. And uh, I just want to give a lot of props to uh, the Hamilton coaching staff because I think uh, they really prepared this team exceptionally well for uh, this game today. Steve, great call. Safe travels home. Okay, thanks very much. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Room for you to call in on the fifth quarter here on 900 CHML. Powered by Eastgate Ford. I should give uh, some props to Eastgate Ford for jumping back on as the sponsor this year. Thumbs up all around to Eastgate Ford and uh, the ladies and gentlemen up there that uh, do some phenomenal work in uh, providing vehicles for the public. Uh, Jim on Twitter, at Rick Samprin. Oh my, that wasn't a game. That was a thumping in all caps. Congrats to the whole Cats team. They all deserve player of the game after tonight that was a sight to behold so a couple of votes for the whole team although sean thomas erlington is part of the pun running away with the early voting for player of the game you can vote for the player game as well call in star 9900 on your cell you can pick up your landline if you still have one or cell phone at 905-645-3221 email rick at 900chml.com or send us a tweet at rick samprin at am 900 chml 64 to 14 the final score at bmo field ticats winning their second straights to open the season. That was Toronto's first game of the year. They had the bye week in week number one, and uh, it looks like on the surface they are in a world of hurt. My three hot takes, we have Mark on the line as well. Stay tuned, Mark. We'll get to you next here on the fifth quarter. Welcome back. Ticats torching the Argos today, 64-14. to 14. You heard that right, 64-14. to 14. Ticats getting three turnovers, 17 points off turnovers, and that's one of my hot takes today. This Ticats defense came to play. They were the more physical unit. They were the most physical unit on the day. And they manhandled the Argonauts. They had four sacks, three turnovers. As I mentioned, 17 points off those turnovers. They held James Wilder to six carries for 12 yards. Made Toronto one-dimensional. And that one dimension, the passing game, did not do much. That Ticats D was ferocious today. And they were good last week against Saskatchewan, but they were way better today. Uh, James Franklin's final stats, 16 of 26, 211 yards, one interception. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, 9 of 16, 99 yards. Yeah, he had that touchdown toss, but he also had an interception that was returned for a touchdown. 37-yarder by Rico Murray as time expired. Who's your player of the game? Tell us your thoughts on today's game. You can call 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Mark has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Mark. Hey, Rick. How's it going, buddy? Phenomenal. How about you? Great. So uh, this is the kind of game that I've been waiting from the, the Cats for a few years. You know, we have all this promise going into the season, and then, oh, we blow the first game, and then, oh, we're 0-2. This year seems a little different. First game we played half decent, got the win. This year, uh, this game we destroyed. So I'm happy it's positive. So what do you think the difference is with this team? Coaching. 
Uh, strictly Orlando or, you know, Orlando and Tommy Condell and Mark Washington and Jeff Reinbold? Is it the whole unit? Uh, yeah, I think the whole unit. Not sure about Condell yet. He was kind of iffy when he was here before. Uh, Ken Austin's uh, guy, but uh, Washington and Reinbold for sure and Coach O. And, yeah, it's great. All right. Who's your player of the game today? <laughs> I can just stir the pot go with uh, Simone Lawrence. He had a good game. He made that big pick there when the game was still uh, in hand, and I think he had another knockdown later on. Uh, yeah, good thing he wasn't out. That's true. Hey, he's a heck of a player. Uh, I, I think if he was not in the lineup, I'm not sure if they're scoring 60 points, but I think they still win this football game. For sure, for sure. Mark, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the week. Hey, thanks, Rick. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Who's going to be the fifth quarter fan of the night? Find out at the end of today's program. If you want to join in on the fun, cast your vote for player of the game. You can send us a tweet at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Email rick at 900chml.com or call us up at star 9900 on your cell. Or you can also dial 905 645 Bruce on our Facebook page writes, Thanks again for having the fifth quarter and taking your time on this sunny day to do it. Yeah, it was a struggle to get here, let me tell you. (laughs) Sunshine, 20-some-odd degrees, thinking, man, i got to go into work. But hey, at least I I get to watch a football game and talk about it. That's that's my work schedule. Uh, He goes on to say, Ticats played an excellent game all around. Player of the game goes to Speedy. He still has it. With that amazing run back for the TD, have a great weekend to all. Always appreciate the comment, Bruce. And you too can make a comment on CHML's Facebook page as we're broadcasting live on that platform. You can also call in at star 9900 and 905-645-3221. Another hot take that I want to make. I mentioned that Braylon Anderson is my player of the game. Uh, But right now he trails Sean Thomas Erlington, rightfully so. STE had a great game today but with Addison doing what he can do my other hot take is you know we we this Ticats team needs someone else to step up and I mentioned this earlier apart from Brandon Banks and Luke Tasker because those two guys are going to get the most attention from opposing defenses so if we can get Addison to step up like he did today Marcus Tucker to step up like he did today Jalen Acklin had a pretty solid game today as well if opposing defense is saying, man, if we double-team Speedy or put two guys on Luke, we got to account for Addison now. What about this Tucker guy? Acklin, yeah, he had a good game last week. Uh, you got opposing defenses and defensive coordinators thinking this offense can do some serious damage. And did he mention Sean Thomas Erlington? Got to account for him too. So there's a lot of weapons. There's a lot of facets to this Ticats offense, and it is good to see this early in the season. 2-0 now for the Ticats as they demolish the Argonauts 64-14 to total yards. Get a load of this stat. The Tiger Cats nearly doubled the Argos in total yards today. Hamilton had 604 total yards. Toronto, 332. Sacks were 4 nothing for Hamilton. And here's the one stat that would have bugged us all if the Cats ended up losing this football game. Penalties. Ten penalties for the Ticats for 100 yards, nearly an entire length of a football field. Toronto had six penalties for 52. But hey, Ticats won by 50 today. And all 
as well. Back to the phones we go, and Ron is called into the program. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good. Jeez, uh, I, 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 uh, I, I, I got to calm down. Okay, I'll, gi- I'll give you a second to calm down. Dad, thanks, Rick. Uh, oh, everything that the cats did today, okay, it accelerated. Uh, there was five of us in a lounge, okay, where I live. And each one of us, okay, every time the cats did something, whether it was to sack the Toronto quarterback or get a TD, and that final, okay, we were uh, betting amongst just a friendly bet on whether or not the Cats would reach 60, and they did with that final touchdown. So who won the bet? Uh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> because we we all said that they they would reach like 60 and more, and they did. Oh, I see. Okay. So you're all on the same page, at least. Yeah. Did, 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 oh, did, happy day all, uh, all, all the way around. Who's your player uh, of the game today, Ron? I still like Brandon Banks. Uh, when he uh, ran that uh, missed field goal, okay, all the way back for a touchdown, uh, all five of us, we raised the roof in this 17-story building. They uh, heard us outside. <laughs> we were um, no Brandon Banks. Uh, I like Mazzoli. Okay, we're we're stable in every aspect of the game. I don't expect this high score. Okay, against every team in the CFL. No, and you and you can't. That, that's that's it's unrealistic. Like, oh heck no! Yeah, I mean uh, the other year when we beat Montreal, they were you know, a struggling team. Uh, I figured that the Argos were going to give us more competition than they did. Um, did, did what, what can I say? That's, you've had two or three callers, okay, and emails and so on and so forth, stating the whole team played as a team. And, uh, that's the way I feel. And that's okay. the way they played today. They absolutely yep. dominated as oh, a team. But how are they going to do? Is Montreal a contender this year? I don't see uh, it. No, I don't see it. Okay. I agree with you, Rick. You know sports better than I do. Okay. I just, every time the Cats score, okay, it's it's big. But uh, <laughs> like I said, I like number 16. I always will. Mazzoli, he's an A1 quarterback. Okay, yes, he throws interceptions every once in a while. But he's still got the game under control. He had a great game today. Ron, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You too, Ray. 60-plus points. And Ron and everybody else in his 17-story building were on cloud nine. I thought it was Canada Day fireworks that were going off. No, it was Ron and his buddies going crazy. Uh, They ate them raw email from C. I won't say the last name because it might be the guy that I know in another capacity. So C says they ate them raw, which is very accurate. 
Angelo writes, great win for the Tiger Cats, an impressive display of football, played 60 minutes today. The energy and emotion we witnessed today was phenomenal. Hope we came out with no injuries today as it was a physical contest on our part. Let's enjoy this tonight and back to work Monday in preparation for the Owls Friday. Cats Nation, let's sell out the donut box as these guys are exciting to watch. Player of the game, Erlington. Sean Thomas Erlington with another vote. He is by far and away the leader for your choice as the fifth quarter player of the game. One more email to get to. This one from Heidi, who says, Hi, Rick. We sure ate them raw today. Always great to get a win over the Argos. Everyone seemed to click. Not convinced we're as good as score reflected. Edmonton looked sharp last night, as did Ottawa. My player of the game, STE. That email again from Heidi. And yes, the Eskimos looked very good last night. And yes, the Red Blacks have looked very good so far this season through two games. And yes, the Tiger Cats have looked good over two games. Phenomenal today. Okay last week. Good enough to win. But hey, in the past, they would lose those games against Saskatchewan, right? Instead of winning 23-17, they'd lose 24-23. They'd, they'd find a way to lose that kind of game in which neither team really put their foot down or put the stamp of approval to say, yeah, we're, we're taking these two points. They would end up losing those kind of games. Last week they didn't. Today they were heads and tails better than they were in week one. And they might even be better in week number three against Montreal. I'm not going to say they're going to score more than 64 points because that's a once-a-year type of thing. Right? Recall a couple of years ago when the Tiger Cats were embarrassed 60-1 to by Calgary. They didn't score 60 points in another game. I mean, these, these kind of games happen once a year or once in a blue moon. And it just so happened to be today. But I will say this. As good as Edmonton and Hamilton and Ottawa have played so far this year, as I said earlier, one game doesn't make a season. Two games don't make a season. It's a great start. But there are 16 more of these to come. And, knock on wood, there's going to be some injuries here and there. Hopefully in the Ticats case this year, fingers crossed it's not going to be as severe as in past years. But things are going to happen. There's going to be some stumbling blocks. There's going to be some challenges along the way. No team has ever gone 18-0, and and it's not going to happen this year. Sometime down the line, this team, like every other team in the league, is going to not play well on a particular day. Hopefully it's not next week or the week after because these division games are big. And I'd love to go into the bye week with this team sitting 5-0 after beating Calgary for the first time in like forever. But who knows? This is why we watch and love the Canadian Football League. 905-645-3221, star 9900. Those are the numbers to call. If you're leaving BMO Field in a celebratory mood, if you're on the go or driving home or staying in the big smoke for some dinner, Maybe on one of the Cat's Claws fan club buses on the way back to the Hammer. Give us a call. 905-645-3221, star 9900. You can email your thoughts on today's game. Vote for your player of the game, rick at 900chml.com. Send us a tweet at Rick Samprin at am900chml. What a slaughter, writes Rusty Ryder on CHML's Facebook page as we're broadcasting on that platform. Yes, it was that kind of game. 64-14, to 14, Ticats obliterated the boatman today. 
they they not only sunk the ship, but then they went into the water and they made sure it was absolutely demolished before it hit the bottom of the ocean. That's how bad the Ticats beat the Argos today. It was one of those. Uh, Hamilton now 2-0 in the season. Toronto, they had the buy in week number one, but they're 0-1 on the season. And uh, they got a lot of work to do. And good luck to them. Not that we care, right? Uh, the Ticats next play next Friday. Or this coming Friday, however you want to look at it. June the 28th, that's the day. 7.30 kickoff will be on the air in and around 10.30 or so. And then the week following, the Ticats are in Montreal to take on the Alouettes. All the while, and this is the third hot take of the today, uh, and it's going to be in my blog at 900CHML.com on Monday, Simone Lawrence. Another great game today, an interception. Back-to-back games with interceptions, which is pretty darn good. But his hearing to appeal his two-game suspension from the CFL is not until July the 9th. That means, obviously, he played against Saskatchewan. He played today. He's going to play two more games back-to-back against Montreal. And then uh, the arbitrator making the decision is going to say, either A, this two-game ban is going to be upheld, B, we're going to chop it down to one game, or C, you get zero games and we'll just give you a fine, which I don't think is going to happen. I can see either the upholding of, of two games... And probably most likely, he's going to get one game. And that one game is going to be against the Calgary Stampeders. Because Hamilton plays the Stamps after July the 9th. I think it's the 13th that they take on Calgary. So, you know what? I would have rathered, best case scenario, in a perfect world, I would have rathered Simone miss this game, or even one of the two Montreal games, or both the Montreal games, because I think we're going to really need him against that Calgary offense. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell is the phone number to call. We do have an email to get to before we get back to the phones. This one from Randy in Oakville, who says, Hello, Rick, a thrilling game. The way it should be. I'm back after a busy absence and still a rabid Ticat fan. My player of the game is STE. Great play by Masoli, Speedy, B, and others. The fifth quarter, still the one and only and the best, Rick Samprin, best host anywhere. And I promise you, I did not write any of this. Uh, Oski Wee writes Randy from Oakville. Thank you for the kind words, Randy. Back to the phones we go. Brad is on the line. Hey, Brad. Hi, Rick. How's it going? Hey, a fantastic over here. How about you? Yeah, after a game like that, it's hard not to feel great. Totally. Best part, and who's your player of the game? Uh, wow, best part, um, that was by far the easiest I've ever gotten out of the BMO Field parking lot because all the Argo fans were gone by the time the game ended. That was wonderful. I believe it. Uh, my player of the game, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint one person after a performance like that. Um, if I had to give one, I'd say Simone. It's, you know, it's easy to forget that this was a 6-3 game, I think, midway through the second quarter, and that interception he made seemed to turn the tide, and it became a blowout from there. Without a doubt, yeah, that that, uh, that interception was a key turning point. The second quarter, I think, the Ticats just said, okay, enough of this, Toronto, uh, you're done today. Yeah, and after that, it was as dominant a performance as I've seen in a long time. And having said that, I owe a public apology to the Ticats offense, because I've talked about, uh, to anyone who I've talked to about the Ticats lately, how I was concerned about their offense with June Jones gone. I wasn't sure Masoli 
would be the same quarterback without June Jones. And it's only one game today, but they sure proved me wrong. Yeah, we say it's only one game, and, and Brad, thanks for the call and enjoy the weekend. We only say it's one game, but it, it is one game, and it's the latest opportunity for us to judge how this team is doing. And today they passed with flying colors. Next week we're going to be having a, a differing or another opinion as to how this team played. And it might be, yeah, this team is on the right track, or you know, this team can win two and then lose one, whatever the case is. But you're only as good as your last game, and right now the Ticats are super darn good. John's on the line. He's called into the fifth quarter. Hey, John. Hey, Rick. How's it going? I'm pretty good. How about you? Good, good, good. Um, great victory today, and, uh, you know, we certainly did redeem ourselves and uh, and so forth. But the other thing I want to, uh, and it goes back to your previous caller on how Mazzoli is going to do with, with Tommy Kandel. Which he's, which he's obviously uh, proved he's gelling quite nicely. But the only thing that I noticed differently with him, and I don't know if it's an injury because I noticed uh, a while, I think last year he had a brace or whatever, but his elusiveness, his, his ability to run or run out of the pocket, like he ran for that first down today, but that whole dynamic that he brought of running out of the pocket if he's in trouble, it just seems like he's dropped back into more of a drop-back passer and taking away that elusive not that it factored today or anywhere anyway last year, but it's just something I noticed. I don't know if you guys have picked it up either. No, you do make a good point. And, you know, the, the early criticisms of Jeremiah was he had happy feet and he would more often than not run out of the pocket to avoid that pressure and then make a mistake. And we saw a little bit of that over the last couple of seasons. But uh, towards the end of last year and certainly over the first two games, he's, he has not run a lot at all. And if anything, he's running backwards or diagonally out of the pocket to get out of trouble and at least, A, try to make a throw downfield or throw it out of bounds. But yeah, I, I get your point that he's not hes not that dual threat that we came to know when he came into this league. Exactly. That's, that's the only thing I know. It's like that throw that he did to, uh, what's that guy's name, when he got the touchdown, like he was like literally falling back and, and, through the, and through the strike, but... You know that's just part of his dynamics that he brings, but that was just something I noticed. Like I said, it's not, it's not, um, you know, stopping the score or, or taking away the effect. It's just I always kind of wondered uh, if if he was uh, nagging an injury that, or, or there maybe just uh, concern for him getting injured. But anyway, he's effective. Um, I'm glad he redeemed himself, and uh, look forward to many more games uh, with with him being that. So. But before we let you go, who's your player of the game today? Oh, you know, at the last caller, I would I would say uh, Simone. Uh, hats off to him um, for coming back with all the adversity on his shoulders. But I would definitely say Sean Thomas uh, gets my nod. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, John. Okay, thank you. Uh, one more caller to get to, and that is Jack, who's called into the fifth quarter. Hey, Jack. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. Good game. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. You know, I don't know if... Uh, your last caller was talking about Mazzoli not running. I don't know if, um, if you noticed it or not, but his throwing mechanics didn't look so great today. He seemed to be throwing leaning backwards. I don't know if, uh, if you noticed that, especially on that touchdown to that uh, Canadian kid. Yeah, I, you know, it's a, it's a criticism that we can level against a guy who... I mean, he had, he had the stats today, so I'm not being critical, but I, I just want to... Is, is Toronto a bad secondary if, if we were playing against like, you like to see a quarterback stepping into his throws. Do you know what I mean? And exactly, I yeah. He's, he seemed to be going backwards. Yeah, 
I didn't notice that last year. And the other caller mentioning uh, Jim Jones. You know what? I don't think the, the run-and-shoot offense has ever won anything. They, they've looked well in the, in the regular seasons, even in the NFL, like Houston. You remember the Buffalo-Houston game? Right. But they've never... Oh, wait a minute. Conrad Holloway and the Argos were doing run-and-shoot. Remember that? Yeah, they were all right. Yeah, and they won a great cup. But really, I, the run-and-shoot seems to burn out as the, as the season progresses. Uh, and I've always liked uh, Tommy Condell. I, I kind of thought he was constrained under uh, Austin. And I, I think we're going to be all right. Um, I mean, I, I don't know that today should be an indication. We, we shouldn't uh, plan the, the breakup for parade route as yet, but uh, I think they're okay. Who's your uh, player of the game today? I'm going to go outside the box, and I'm going to say uh, Sean Burke, and who's ever doing the scouts and so forth, doing the drafting. We've had some amazing drafts the last, what, two, three years. That would be, yeah, Berkey and uh, Sean, or, uh, Drew Alamang. Yeah, I mean, outside of Chapman. But I think he doesn't want to play football, so we, we, we'll sort of just give, give them a buy on that. But, <clears throat> wow, this, this year's draft was really good. I, I, I really like the league hirings, too. He had a couple of great runs. He sure did. And, you know, uh, I, I, and I'm looking forward to seeing that receiver. Uh, what's his name, uh, the guy, the guy they drafted uh, from the states. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on this too, and I'm looking at the yeah. roster. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. And he, he reminds me a lot of Luke Pastor, like in his, you know, the way he carries himself, the way the way he speaks, and so mm-hmm. forth. I, I think I think uh, I think they did an outstanding job this year with the draft. Yeah, phenomenal draft, phenomenal game, Jack. Appreciate the call, and thanks to all our callers today. We get a run. Uh, one more tweet, actually, from Val, who says perhaps this week's power ranking will uh, put the cats where they belong. Last week was five, which was crazy. Should be one this week. We shall see. Our player of the game voted by you, the fans, is Sean Thomas Erlington. He had a phenomenal game. And our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight, he called, well, he was in Toronto. He's from Barrie. His name's Steve. He's our fifth quarter fan of the night. Thanks for calling, Steve. The final score, Ticats 64, Argos 14. We'll do it all again next week after the Cats take on the Montreal Alouettes on Friday, June the 28th. For producer Will Erskine, my name's Rick Samprin. Thanks for listening to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Hey, it's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.